everyone. Welcome back to It Had to Be Said with Venus. We're here tonight with myself and Christopher Stolle. Hey, what's up, guys? And we've got Keith Zeff. <laughs> I can't remember how you like to be introduced. Zeff or Zeff, it doesn't really matter. It's been too long. Yeah, whatever. That fucking bard. <laughs> uh, All um, summer. Oh, oh, one of my other nicknames. <laughs> And so, guys, guys, we got to before, before she jumps into it, we got to say it. Welcome back, Venus. She's been gone for a couple months because she, you know, um, yeah, a little pushed, bit of a hiatus there. A little bit of a hiatus because she had to push out another uh, productive member of society. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Venus gave birth to a healthy baby boy. Yes. I'm assuming Five it's a boy. I know. Seven I'm a, pounds. I know. I'm assuming gender, but it, it, it's a boy, to my knowledge. You know what? He's got a penis, and, like, typically people would think that's a boy, okay? Like, I've been through this with people, and, like, even people that are, like, trans people, transphobic people, homophobic people, um, all those types of people. And I'm like, you know what? He has a penis. He's a boy. If and when he decides to be anything else, change his gender, decide that he's gay, or be a fucking bumblebee... I'll be supportive of that then, but until now, he was born with a penis, he is a boy, um, and I will be adjusting if he should ever decide that he's anything else, but... Um, Why did I all of a sudden so, have the image of the little girl from the Blind Melon commercial uh, uh, music video, No Rain, the, the little girl dancing around in tap shoes and a bumblebee outfit? When when Venus said if he decides to be a bumblebee, I was like do 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 do. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, you're well, the only one. The... I'm sorry that that didn't happen for me. <laughs> yeah, like my kids went through those phases too. Like my son, when he was like six years old, wore the Spider-Man mask like consecutively for like two and a half months. So he was Spider-Man. So you know, you entertain them and you support them. Um, Wait, you like, grow hey, out of that? They want to be a bumblebee. He wasn't allowed to wear the mask at school in kindergarten. So it wasn't even my choice that he didn't get to wear it, which, you know, I was all supportive for him being Spider-Man. But the freaking school put their foot down and said, no, we can't have Spider-Man running around our school. So wow, thank school you. Wow, that school sucks. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, had a fr- I had a friend in high school who wore a full-on gorilla suit to school, and nobody freaking blinked. <laughs> no, you gotta keep an eye on a gorilla. They were used to it from him by then, so <laughs> your mileage to, may vary. I was, about, I was about to say that that's New York for you. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Will Smith said it best in Men in Black too, with the uh, whole uh, subway scene where uh, you know, like nobody would move from the giant worm eating the. Tr- oh yeah, New Yorkers, we've seen everything. Blah blah blah. <laughs> gorilla suit in the school, man. Yeah. <laughs> <It's a> Tuesday. <laughs> oh yeah, sounds like a typical Tuesday. So, what else have we missed over the summer? So there's like been a lot. So actually, you know, like when you have kids and stuff. Getting into this now, when you have like kids and stuff, you know, and it's like, oh, I remember like the day you were born, and like this happened and everything. Um, the day I was born, the number one song on like the Canadian and U.S. Um, hits for whatever was actually um, black yeah the number one hit uh, was um, black velvet so <laughs> you know and like usually your parents would remember these type of things to tell you and be like oh you know the day you were born like 
it was a full moon or like something like weird like that. So I get to tell my little boy that I had July 13th that at the time that he was born, the whole internet was planning a whole raid on Area 51. And that's the highlight of his birth and one of the highlights of the summer. Yeah. Uh, you you want to know what the most popular song was the day I was born? <laughs> Did you look it up? <laughs> uh, I, I, I know this because I looked it up when it was a meme on Facebook. And I will oh, okay. never forget the song because it's just hilarious. It's Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. Ah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm, I'm looking it up now, so continue. <laughs> <laughs> So I totally missed out on what was happening with this Area 51 thing. So far, all I know so far is that in September, okay, I don't even know the date, like it was just September something 20th. I haven't. September 20th. Okay, so September 20th, we're having the whole internet, Raid Area 51, we're also having uh, celebrities like Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in on this, Keanu Reeves is in on this, and we've got Spider-Man joining. <laughs> so... The Area 51 raid uh, meme thing that happened is very near and dear to my heart because I don't know if any of our listeners are super aware of this, but I happen to be a member of the Air Force Reserves. And so when this Area 51 raid meme whole train got started, uh, the Air Force actually started taking it seriously. They were bored. Uh, <laughs> and so, I, you know, I'm, I'm not anywhere close to being stationed at Area 51 or whatever, but I still had, I, I still saw some of the residual effects of, like, we got, like, a minute-long lip service by our commander at our UTA of, listen, guys, don't, don't, don't join groups like this. And don't be stupid. <laughs> Well, can, can we can we just point out the obvious fact for a minute that all the people that wanted to push this whole entire we're going to raid Area 51, they can't beat our numbers, blah, 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 blah. First off, I know the Air Force is kind of like the Boy Scout version of the, the U.S. Army, but at the same time, they're still trained to shoot, and you guys are targets of opportunity. Second off, can we be truly honest here? The soy boy beta cucks that want to take away guns and refuse to have guns in this country are the ones that are going to, you know, bum-rush a military installation. And the Air Force really took them seriously. <laughs> I mean, come I mean, on! They kind of they had to. And really, really, the, the most... The, the, honestly, the most serious part that, that the Air Force took it was warning everybody to, to be careful about the things you do on social media because it's highly visible and that kind of shit can actually affect security clearances. That so like, makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, but them, be, them being on high that, alert about like, Oh, we're, we're going to get invaded. No, you're not. The greatest <laughs> thing that came out of this area 51 meme is the freaking briefing, the, the active duty briefing that some poor ass air force lieutenant, had to explain to a room full of airmen what a Naruto run was. <laughs> and and he even demonstrated. Run? Oh, there you go. What you're, is that? You're, you're on the spot. Go ahead. What's a Naruto run? 
Oh, oh by the way, before you give it, uh, on on my birthday, uh, Rose Royce Car Wash was the number one song. Working at the car wash. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm old. Fuck off. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Anyway, so Naruto Run, it, it's a, a style of running that is based off of the anime Naruto, and it's... The in it, the ninjas of Naruto would run with their arms trailing behind their backs, and not like pumping it to run like you normally would, but just straight out behind them in like a flying V formation, and uh, it it became a bit of a, a meme because it's just a a very strange way of running. And it makes absolutely no it makes absolutely no goddamn sense unless you look at it from the lens of, you know, they're carrying knives and sharp things. And when you run with sharp things, you don't want to pump your arms because, you know, then you're stabbing yourself repeatedly. But I mean, can we can, so, we, can we focus for a second here? Like I really want to know what their plan of attack was. Like, did they just think they would overwhelm numbers like, you know, World War Z climbing walls or, or like, you know, an ant colony taking on a, a worm or something? Like, what did they really hope to accomplish going up against a high security military compound like uh, like Area I, I, 51 would be? Whether it's actually protecting UFO secrets I, and shit or if it's just a training I facility. Think, I honestly think that it was just a joke that got out of hand. And that nobody actually intends to go to this. And it, 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 everybody just joined in the Area 51 raid saying that they were going because it was the cool thing to do and it was the meme. Well, look, I'll go I'll go a little tinfoil hat society here. I'll, I'll, I'll go on record stating, yeah, I believe they're hiding some fucking shit in Area 51. That being said, don't throw your fucking life away, people. You're not beating the U.S. military, any branch of the U.S. military, in a fucking fight. <laughs> yeah, what is it? They can't take all of us, but it's like, how many drones, jets, whatever, are there, like, that literally can take out everything? Like, they've here, got... Here's my big thing about the whole uh, uh, Area 51 raid meme that happened. Because they, they, they first posted the event in, like, June, July-ish. For something that they were planning on doing in September. <laughs> congratulations, congratulations, Bucko! Way to give the U.S. government plenty of time to move everything that they want to hide away from where it, 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 it being in Area Fifty One. At that point, you could show up at the gate, and they'll give you a fucking tour. Yeah, so I was reading about this guy, this dyslexic guy. I don't know if this was a true story or not. But this dyslexic guy actually got the dates wrong and ended up being the only guy to run across the Nevada desert into Area 51 and get to an empty fucking bunker or whatever. And they felt so bad for him, they just let him go <laughs> because he got the dates wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I can actually see that happening. I'm, it's just like, okay, you're the retarded no, one. Do you, go ahead. Knowing, Here's a lollipop. Knowing, knowing <laughs> what I know about Air Force security forces and whatnot... I doubt the validity of that one. I don't think the guy would have gotten off completely scot-free. But, like, if it's one guy, I, I, I guess I can imagine a security forces truck just rolling up on him and telling him to get on the ground. 
Well, that, well apparently they laughed at him and they felt bad. So they're like, you could just go home. <laughs> Don't come well, back. That, 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 that's, ju- that's just security forces. <laughs> well, that that's that's what I'm saying. Like that that security I can see. They, they, makes fun of everybody. they roll up. They make sure he's not armed. Make sure he didn't really see anything that he wasn't supposed to see. And it's like, and then laugh at him because he's got the date wrong. Yeah, you're you're the special one. We understand. Here's a lollipop. Go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Well, he's like one guy. How much of a threat is he, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, to the United to- States Air Force, almost negligible. So that means he's not a threat. <laughs> my 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 favorite my absolute favorite thing to come out of the Area 51 memes was all of the memes in the Air Force groups of people laughing at the people thinking that they could storm Area 51 even if they had a million of them. I, I'm wow. sorry. Uh, we have A10s. Well, again, I, I don't I don't mean I don't mean to sound like I'm belittling the Air Force because uh, you know for the, for the listeners I'm ex I'm ex Navy so I mean it's it's kind of one step up when you think about ground troops, but at the same time, we know how to use firearms. We are trained for guerrilla warfare in every aspect of form, whether it's air, sea, or ground. We may not be the Army or the Marines, but we still know how to fight. Your average civilian who spends most of their time wearing pink pussy hats and screaming because Donald Trump is your president are not winning a fight against anybody who wears a U.S. military uniform. <laughs> you're not. I, getting, I don't, you're not winning a fight if, against the Salvation Army. I don't know but I don't think I ever trained for guerrilla warfare. You know. What I, you know what I mean. We're 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 trained. Throw a banana and run. <laughs> We're, we're trained so Donkey fight. Kong. They were. They we were. were we weren't fighting against no Harambe's. What are you talking about? Hey, Harambe forever. No, but uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, like you guys, the that's, ones that's that, it. That that's what that's it. That's what that at Area Fifty One. Harambe, you, you bust, yeah, I you busted, busted it. all the way, and it's just Harambe sitting there with Shamu talking wow. about how fucked up humans are. No, um, but seriously, the people who are actually thinking that this is a real thing and not just a joke out of control, as as Zephyr said. Guys, seriously, you have no chance of beating the Salvation Army, whether off any branch of the U.S. military. Stay home. Keep playing your yeah, Call of Duty. Yeah, but the Rock is going. The Rock and Keanu Reeves are supposed to be there. And, <laughs> and if they actually there, tried it, they'd be two dead celebrities. There's, there's got to be a, a large portion of people who are on the going for the Area 51 raid that are just going to watch because like you, well, you gotta, you gotta have the assholes that are like, Oh, this is going to be the greatest train wreck ever. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I just had an envisionment of like a, like a, like a fucking like Braveheart type scene where you got everybody lined up and everybody's waiting for somebody to do it. Cause they, they everybody's pussying out. Like we ain't going to do it unless somebody else does it. And all of a sudden in the back row, all you hear is, Knowing the way the universe seems to be working these days, that that would be the one guy to actually make it because security <laughs> forces would just be like, "What? What the, the fuck?" <laughs> 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 oh, I hope like Keanu Reeves and The Rock like 
live feed this because this is going to be spectacular. I, I'm just an observer. I, I like I heard about this and it's like, would you go? It's like, oh no, I'm not going. What if there are fucking aliens there? So the last thing I want to do is meet some like fucking beetle goose fucking alien from Andromeda or something. Like hell's no, you guys are all going to be obliterated because if aliens are actually there. Aliens are protecting their new home on Earth, okay? And that must be their new home. And you guys are all going to be seen as a threat, and they're going to squish you like little cockroaches. Look, like all jokes aside, the only, thing, the only thing that really concerns me about the whole entire scenario, the only thing that really concerns me about the whole entire scenario, and I may, I've even made jokes to, the, to this effect tonight about it, but what really, uh, uh, you know, concerns me is that some asshole or group of assholes is actually going to show up and attempt it. And they're going to get <laughs> shot and killed. Now, that's their own fault. But the problem is, is I see a hellacious backlash by public, you know, court of public opinion about the U.S. military gun down, gunning down innocent people. And that, that's how well, it'll be portrayed in the media and, of course, the social networks and everything. It won't be that they were dumbasses trying to infiltrate a, a top-secret security uh, military compound. No, it'll be innocent people gunned down by U.S. Arm, US armed forces. Well, it's not like they're sitting in their homes. They're, like, literally <laughs> trying to invade a space which is not a public space. Like, trespassing right there. Um, like, I don't even know what other charges or anything could be brought up against these people, even if they do make it. And here's the funniest thing is like, oh, like they can't put us all in jail even. And I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, dude, they, they have FEMA well. camps. They have FEMA camps. How many millions of people are in FEMA camps? Okay. They have all the resources to put you in jail if they don't kill you. They can literally put up a wall around you guys while you guys are running through there and be like, yeah, yeah, you guys think you're getting out? Here, drink from the toilets. Like, <laughs> there's so many things that could go wrong. And it's like, okay, September 20th, please come sooner. Because this is going to be so entertaining no matter where you are in the world. Nah, it's, it's too much buildup. It's just going to be completely disappointing and unsatisfying. No payoff whatsoever. Almost sounds like it's dating me. <laughs> self-depreciating humor I had to go there zing wow alright so so yeah, Area yeah 51, speaking of bad idea <laughs> <laughs> well so speaking of news in the world I don't know if you guys um, have been following Jessica y uh, Yaniv or however you say it story um, but a quick rundown so Jessica is a transgender woman um, living in BC in Canada. Um, she's taken her her story, her complaints to the Human Rights Tribunal that she was turned down from all only women's only um, waxing places. They refused to wax her balls. Oh, this chick, yeah. Yeah. She's only, like, these people are only trained to wax women. So when you have man parts, they can't technically do it because they don't have the training and if they fuck something up it's a huge lawsuit right so on top of that jessica um is hosting this 12 year old <laughs> topless um pool party after she's been like caught making a few comments towards women a few sexualized comments towards children she's got caught with um text messages to young girls <laughs> 
Um, and she's also been quoted saying things like, I want to have sex with a young girl because I think they're tighter. Okay, can I, can I, first off, like, this is, this is a pedophile. <laughs> this is exactly the problem that people had with transgenders pushing to be able to use the, uh, bathrooms to the sex they identify as. This, it, people like Jessica are exactly the reason why people had issue with this. Okay, this is what people like myself were talking about. This is a predator pretending to be a transgender. Okay, and... Quite honestly, when we're on the subject of transgenderism, when you're pushing your narrative on things like a, a, a female waxing place, okay, well, first and foremost, I think female waxing is, is dumb. Like, I, of course, I like a smooth pussy as much as the next guy, but the idea that you go to a place where a person pours hot wax on your coochie and then rips it the fuck off, yo, razors are a dollar, okay? <laughs> and a hell of a lot less painful. But that just sounds painful. But here's the deal. You're violating the transgender person's right because you won't shave their balls. What about the poor girl's right of not having a fucking cock in her face? So this story gets even more interesting. Because so on top of her targeting um, a few salons or a few uh, women that were waxing, um, she's also been anti-immigration. Um, she's, she's a complete xenophobe. And she's only been targeting, uh, like, salons that are run by immigrants. She, she's, so, she's purposely trying to push a narrative. It, it, that's exactly what it is. Like, whether it's transgenderism, whether it's, it's uh, look at these p- piece of shit uh, immigrants or whatever the, whatever the case may be, she, she's pushing a narrative. She's trying to tell a story. She's like that, she's like that one uh, black DA. Uh, out in Washington, uh, the one that was at a supermarket and was pregnant and decided she wanted to use the 10 items or less line when she had like 20 or some odd items and a guy said something to her and she turned around and claimed that it was a racist comment that he was turning around telling her to go back to where she came from and blah, 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 and made a whole entire thing about, you know, like crying over, why would this person do this to me? Turns out the guy, first off, never said it. And second off, the guy was actually an immigrant. He was from Cuba. You know, <laughs> and hey, wow, Cuba. yeah, nar- narrative dead. But I mean, she was trying to she was pulling a Ju- Jussie Smollett, another fucking false race narrative. Same bullshit with this Jessica shit chick. So Different context, th- but still pushing a narrative. I have almost oh. no idea about this whole narrative because <laughs> I'm not really in the news. I've been paying attention to <laughs> gaming is kind of my thing. So. <laughs> I, I've been following Jessica. Um, so this story gets even more interesting. And, like, this, like I'm so not out in the LGBTQ community right now, but this one individual, it, like, somebody please explain her mentality to me. So on top of this, she goes on some other girl's YouTube channel, and she was a guest on that or something, and this girl's asking her straight-up questions like, why are you doing this? Why are you targeting this people? Whatever. And she takes out a taser, which are completely illegal in Canada. She takes out a taser on a live feed on YouTube, and she says, yeah, I use this for protection and stuff. So right after she does that, she goes, she gets arrested, and her house gets raided, because you're not allowed to have a fucking taser in Canada. <laughs> and here she is showing it to the world. So after being released from custody and like her taser being confiscated, 
she gets home and she calls the police because while this was happening, someone sent her child porn over Messenger. So, so they're investigating that now. This girl, like, I don't think there's, like, a dull moment in this girl's life. Like, not at all. Look, I've said it before and I say it again. I have my own personal points of view about the LGBTQ community. Particularly because of the the plus that is involved with that community. I don't particularly care so much about transgenderism. I especially don't give a shit about, like, gay or lesbian. If that's what you do, do it. You know what I mean? You have you have the same rights in this world to be as miserable as a straight person. If that's what you want to do, go do it. But the, the fact of the matter is, is that there has, has been a heavy push towards normalizing pedophilia, number one. And number two... LGBTQ communities, people like Jessica, let's be honest. They're hurting your image. They're not helping your cause. Well, if most, I was if I was most, in, most if, people in the LGBTQ community do disavow people like this Jessica very quite often. Like I I, I remember uh, I remember this whole thing uh, she brought up the whole pedophiles. The the they they tried to rebrand themselves as minor attracted persons and mm-hmm. everybody I knew in the LBGT community was like, ah, no, sit the fuck down, shut up, and don't associate yourself with us. Because we don't want that. Fuck right off. And, like, there was big pushback from the LBGTQ community against the, the pedophiles because, like, no, that's not okay. I've seen a lot no, of, I've seen a lot okay. of the opposite. Like, you may be talking about personal experience with LGBTQ uh, members, but as a whole from from a lot of the narratives that I've seen it isn't so much that they're they're accepting it they're just not squelling it if that makes sense all the spaces that I I, I am close to and I have seen so far they put the fucking ban hammer down on the the maps well good like, I hope they, I'm wrong they, on that I hope getting, you're right they were, getting, they were getting kicked out of groups left right and center pretty much the only places the the uh, pedophiles were, were able to even get a foothold and, and pretend like they're part of the LBGTQ community was places like 4chan and 8chan and, and really those are just cesspools of dumbassness so <laughs> you don't don't take anything from there seriously at all in fact I'm pretty sure that's where the whole minor attracted person movement got started was 4chan well, good. I hope I hope I'm wrong, and and what I've seen thus far is is not the full story. And I, I'm not trying to say that I've seen the full story. I haven't. I know I haven't. I'm just saying what I have personally witnessed so far is I haven't seen enough of a push away from from that narrative. Honestly, the way I see it, as far as the LBGQ community is, as long as you're not hurting anybody and not doing anything dumb. Uh, it doesn't really fucking matter. And how hard is it to not be an asshole? That's the big thing about the LGBTQ that I can speak from experience is that I don't give a shit what you do in the privacy of your own home. I don't give a shit who you find happiness with or or as I called it earlier misery with let the gay guys get married let the lesbians fucking scissor let the transgender do what transgender do I don't care 
But the one thing about the LGBTQ community that drives me up a fucking wall is how they have to shove it down everybody's throats. Look, you want to, you you really want equality with with straight people as far as that's concerned? Then live as straight people do, and that's get up in the morning, go to work, come home, be with your significant other, go to fucking bed, and do the same thing the next day. Shut up! Nobody cares about your lifestyle. Well, actually, going through my news feed earlier, pretty um, sure they that's had... all they want. <laughs> but yeah, why they are they always news... so vocal about it when they can have that just by simply live your life? Yeah, so they had um, youth for LGBTQ. <laughs> so it's like bringing youth forward to talk about how they feel about being gay or how they feel about having a gay friend or you know stuff like that. I mean, and I, was I'm reading... the, I was part of the Gay Straight Alliance when I was in high school, so like well, that's that's nothing new. But I'm reading this all, and the way that they put it, I'm like, wow! Like these people didn't even need like this much push. Like, yeah, you know, it's nice to be recognized. Like, yes, okay, the whole world recognizes you guys. We know you're there. Salute. How you doing? But. But, like, what they're doing to teenagers now is, like, totally, like, we need to come out of the dark. It's like, guys, you didn't. Like, my kids will be going to school with you guys one day. Okay? My kids already understand what's going on. They Like, they don't need a huge spiel about it. Like, most people are pretty accepting towards kids going through stuff and adults going through stuff. People just kind of really don't care anymore. We got the hint. You guys are here. You exist. It's awesome. You want to go shopping? You want to go for tea? Like, what's up and how you doing? But they've got, like, this narrative that it's like, well, we're still in the dark. You're not in the dark anymore. Like, there's bigger issues than what you decide to wear every day or, like, how who you decide to love or how you decide to love yourself. We're we're yeah. past that, I think, a little bit more in society, for, but it still for, seems for like not, an issue. For not being in the dark anymore, there's still an awful lot of assholes that give not people as, shit about being not as LG, much be, being not straight, basically. Not as much. I mean, ah, there's still an awful lot. 25 years ago, I had a gay friend that was extremely, like, I'm talking about, like, fucking Richard Simmons flamboyantly gay. And you know what people did when he walked down the streets? Nothing. I went to a gay pride parade with this kid, and no issues whatsoever with any of the gay community. Hell, I stood there with him, fucking yeah, watching Phyllis Diller and shit. No, let me finish. Just because there were no issues there doesn't mean there's no issues anywhere. Again, we're talking about Phil of fucking Delphia. Trust me, if there was that much issues, it would be front and center in my city. Nobody gave a fuck about what his lifestyle was. If they looked at him in any way, shape, or form, it wasn't because he liked to suck dick. It was because he's walking around with a pink boa and fucking skipping, singing uh, fucking uh, somewhere over the rainbow. You know, while throwing Skittles in the air. Like, this kid was very flamboyant. But he was also <laughs> two things. One, nobody bothered him. He was never once approached by somebody saying, get out of here, you fucking queer, or, or something of that nature. Forgive me, I don't mean to throw out the, the, the buzzwords, but understand. Two, he was able to live his fucking life out and proud and most people who knew him loved him. And most people that he knew, 
he understood, unless they were gay themselves, the line was, don't grab my dick. We could be friends, just don't grab my dick. But why would you just say that to someone? Like, if you're a guy and you have a girlfriend or, like, a girl who's a friend, do you need to tell her, like, don't grab my dick? Like, it's a certain, like, logical line that, you know, like, just because a dude's gay or just because a girl's straight does not mean that you need a cup holder every time you're in their presence. Remember, (laughs) everybody, consent is sexy. Well, see, that, that's the point. Right? That's the point I'm saying is that he knew the line. If he knew that his friend was not neither gay nor interested in him, he didn't make a sexual advance, which means he was not a threat to anybody. But in turn, basic, anybody basic. who saw him and knew that he was gay because you couldn't fucking miss it gave no shits about it because he never was threatening to them. Ba- basically, my I guess my main point I've been trying to make through this whole tangent we've been on so far is you can't judge any group of people by the assholes that are within that group because there's assholes everywhere and assholes always ruin it for everybody else you're absolutely right and one of the biggest problems with the lgbtq community right now is the fact that the most vocal people of those groups are the assholes That's, well, that's the major problem, is the major ones speaking and pushing out the uh, what's supposed to be helpful for the community we all, is we the ones take... that are, like, you know, treating everybody else like shit or putting them in, in these, these word boxes where it's like you either accept this or you're transphobic. You either accept this or you're homophobic. or What? Really? We should, we should all follow the Tao of Bill and Ted. Be excellent to each other. Absolutely. I agree with that. It's really not that hard. And, like, just this one Jessica chick. She's one disgusting woman, okay? It does not reflect the whole LGBTQ community. Her, on the other hand, is, like, a predator, disgusting human being. She's a whole different story. (laughs) She's an individual case on her own. Well, you, you just hit the nail directly on the head. She is a predator. She's she, one of the assholes. Yeah, she she is yes. a predator. She does not represent the LGBTQ. No, she, absolutely not. <coughs> and she she deserves to be put on a desert island with no food and no way out. Plain and simple. Just goodbye. No longer contact with society and let nature take its course. Well, she wouldn't need a wax there. <laughs> I believe we used to call those penal colonies. That's how we got Australia. Oh, don't don't lump Australia into what I was meaning with a pedophile. <laughs> I'm I'm not I'm not that's not where I was going with that joke. I'm, all right, I'm sorry. I don't I don't want to get mistaken for being the that asshole. <laughs> no, that was like a legit thing of like taking people and putting them on a deserted island. To, to, you know, it was penal colonies. And that's exactly where we got Australia from. Because Australia started as a penal colony. Yeah, yeah, I know. And then they actually colonized it. <laughs> well, because, speaking of islands... Britain, Britain was like, yo, this place is huge. 
Well, speaking of islands and assholes and pedophiles, dun 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 dun. Oh, I know where this is going. Oh yeah, here we right go. Right to on to Epstein or Epstein? How do you say it? Epstein? Epstein is far. I, I don't know. really think it matters at this point. He Epstein. Deader. deader than deader than a doornail. Oh, unless, conspiracy time! Unless they faked his death to have him give him at least any chance of reaching trial. So no, so here's the thing, okay? So they have pictures of Epstein up, okay, and they've got like pictures of Epstein dead, and they're comparing like the ear shapes and the nose shapes and like the the frames of his face and everything, and it's like those aren't the two same people. So I've even seen those. like they're with, false. I I mean I mean. I, I've, I, I've seen the pictures of all that in the conspiracy theory. The thing that the pictures don't take into account is your ears and your nose are soft tissue. That can change after you die. That okay, relies so, on blood flow. So Bill Clinton going on vacation right after his death. See, that raises some questions like, are you vacationing with the guy? Are you, like, you know, coming out with a new plot? What's going on? Okay, so as the, we all know, how about the already, Clinton, is, How about the pictures of Clinton that are that are surfacing, him claiming that he'd never been to the pedophile island or or whatever else, and they've got pictures of him on the plane with the Lolita chicks. They got pictures of everybody. <laughs> they got pictures of him and Trump. Like this is this is big. Like a lot of the the Hollywood elite and and high highest echelons of government have have been close to this guy so like it's not a good look for anybody no i agree i absolutely agree but it, and, it also uh, it also but, uh, goes to show how deep this fucking pedophile ring is always gone like i'm i'm not <laughs> i'm i'm still not entirely convinced that he actually committed suicide oh i know he didn't he he's another he's like, another he's another mark every, in the Clinton every, hit list every bitch yeah, shit I, I think I think Clinton's just another name on a very long list of people who had the means and the uh, motive to off Epstein. Um, but like everything that came out after his uh, apparent suicide just screamed to me of like, you no, know, somebody somebody assisted with that. That 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 wasn't that wasn't he decided to off himself. That was some guard was paid to look the other way. Well, can we can we break oh. that down a minute? I mean, he was on a seventy-two hour or no, it was like a like a two three week fucking suicide watch. Oh yeah, <laughs> he was on a suicide watch, and as soon as soon as it was lifted, two guards randomly work extra long shifts that wind up going to sleep on their shift during the two hours. That he supposedly, who had a camera on him for those three weeks, and then the camera was turned off in his cell, hung himself? Come on. Oh, so Somebody even better is what off. I'm hearing. Yeah, so even better what I'm hearing is that just a few cells down, there's actually um, a fired cop who was in a cell, who was found with a cell phone, and, well, I'm not sure, possibly a gun or something. And I'm like, What? Like, first off, cops don't go to jail. <laughs> oh, yes, they it do. It doesn't matter what... Hardly. They oh, don't put yes, cops in do. jail because... Oh, no, no, no. Cops go to jail. A lot, actually. In fact, nine times you out just of ten... You just don't hear about it all the time. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> cops that go in usually don't come back out. That's why they don't like putting them in there. Wow. So, I mean, 
Cops it's, generally it's, go straight to solitary confinement. Mm-hmm. So a few cells down. A <laughs> few cells down on solitary confinement with a cell phone. Explain this shit. You can get See, anything I, I, in, pris- in American prisons. I was actually, I was actually kind of, uh, I guess, saying the, the "I told you so" when the whole Epstein suicide thing happened, because like when when he got pulled in for that and for the whole pedophile sus- uh, suspicion and all that and everything, I was one hundred percent sure that if they put him in Gen Pop, he was going to be dead by the end of the day. Oh, absolutely. Well, first off, he's a he's a he's a pedophile. Pedophiles do not last long in prison without protection. The king pedophile. There are there are two. There are there are two things in prison that you do not mess with, and and inmates that have done more terrible things than you can imagine will off you quick for it. Because there are two things that are sacred. You don't mess with kids. And you don't mess with somebody's mama. Mm-hmm. Like, like gangsters and stuff in like Cuba understand this. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen any prison shows there. They'll actually have like inmates' families come in, and they'll actually have like family days with the kids and like the like wives and stuff. And it's like, well, aren't you worried about your wife getting hurt? It's like, no. The number one rule is we don't hurt kids and we don't hurt women. Yep, that's absolutely true. And yeah, it, the it, fastest it, way to get shanked in prison is to be a pedophile. Mm-hmm. That's why people like Subway's Jared is in like uh, a federal prison instead of general population. They're protecting his ass. They're protecting his ass because in normal not, gen pop, he would have been dead by now. Not necessarily protecting, but more ensuring that he fulfills his full sentence. Yeah, that's what I mean by protecting. They're making sure that he doesn't become a bird, uh, less of a burden on society quicker. He can rot in prison for the rest of his life for all I care. I just don't want him getting offed by somebody because that's the easy way out. Yep. Or offed by himself. <laughs> like, that come too, on. That too, but like that, uh, aside from Suicide Watch, there's very minimal ways you can control that. If somebody is really bound and determined to off themselves, they'll find a way. Oh, definitely. <laughs> They'll use that fucking spoon fork they give you, the spork. Or wait, they, they got rid of the spork. They just give you a spoon now. You have to eat if like fucking salisbury steak ab- with a spoon. If you're absolutely bound and determined, you can probably off yourself by beating your head against the floor. Or the wall or it, the side of the bunk. Yeah, everything's It's pretty rare, usually. Okay, I was in the hospital once, um... I wasn't feeling well in the emergency. And I remember someone actually doing that and the cops were there and stuff. And this woman was like clearly intoxicated and like clearly pretty messed up. And she just goes and starts bashing her head on the wall. And the cops and the doctors just stand back and they're like, you know, you're only going to do that so many times before you knock yourself out and then we'll do what we want with you. (laughs) They don't even give a shit about that. It's pretty hard to kill yourself. I mean, if there's like cops standing back and doctors, I'm watching oh, yeah. this shit down. It's pretty uh, it's, difficult. It's, it's super difficult to do it, but it's possible. If you hit your head the right way, you can kill yourself. <laughs> Drop yeah, head I'm first guessing... out of the bunk. Out of the top bunk. Break yeah, your neck. Yeah, that too. Can't 
Gabe, we're giving people the, the main, ideas the here. Main, the, main, <laughs> the main thing that gets in the way for most of that stuff is self-preservation. It's the whole reason why you can't really just rip your own ear off. It really only takes like three pounds of pressure to do so, but... Wow, we got dark. <laughs> your self-preservation instinct is what prevents you from doing that. No, you're absolutely right, but if you're if you're determined to, for self-harm, dang, you've learned how to override that self-preservation. Oh, yeah. Well, part of self-preservation is, actually, I was, I was hearing about this with, um, like, a single-celled organism and stuff. Um, suicide actually is a self-preservation. Huh? Nah, yes, is a selfish end of your own pain, but the beginning of pain for others who cared. How I, I don't I don't get it. I don't see how suicide is self preservation. To keep yourself from suffering. If it, if a cell, like say like a cell is like it's not in the proper environment to grow or reproduce or like you know split like appropriately, um, it can just suicide itself. As a preservation, so that it's not, you know, struggling to survive. Okay, well let's 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 put it let's put it in a moral standpoint for for humans using using that I logic. I think we I think we call that dying. Well, that that's, um, that's where I was going to go. I don't like, I don't think the, I don't think the cell is suiciding itself. I don't I just think it's in an environment that it can't survive and it it just dies off eventually. Well, see that that's why I'm saying let, let, let's let's put it let's put it in a bigger scale for for humans. In a sense that I can kind of that I can I think I'm grasping it for, it's like saying a person who's terminally ill, like stage four inoperable cancer, you're going to die in the next six months, and it's going to be slow and painful. Suicide would be a preferable exit to suffering through that whole six months to the inevitable death anyway. That type yeah, of that type argue, of ideal I can get. Arguably, but, that's why DNRs exist. Right, arguably, but I can I can get behind and understand that reasoning. But most people who attempt suicide or have committed suicide, it's not because they're terminally ill. It's because they were mentally ill in some way, shape, or form, mentally unstable, and felt that there was no other way. For them to end their own pain. And their pain, nine times out of ten, was more... Psychological or uh, emotional. Th thank you. Psychological or emotional, rather than than physical or, or life-threatening. They just felt like their world was ending. The world wasn't actually ending for them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And... and that's why that's why the most important thing you can do is if you, if you have a friend or somebody that you know that's that's going through a depressive spell or or dealing with those kind of emotional burdens is reach out because look, look sometimes it's easier to not talk to a friend call a suicide hotline hell down at the bottom of the screen you see the uh, website uh, the the uh, the URL to our website contact us we'll we don't even know you we'll talk to you Oh, talking, hell yeah. I'll get on board with that. Because talking is a hell of a lot better than the alternative. <laughs> yeah, we're well, podcasters. Thanks All for we do including is talk. me into that. <laughs> we, we thanks should, for just volunteering me. <laughs> we, should, we, should totally, we should totally put a bunch of links to uh, the, the suicide hotline and, and I will. Uh, you, resources in the YouTube video when this goes on YouTube eventually. Yeah, I will. Well, they, 
They even have, um, in Canada, I don't know if they have it in the U.S., but we have an LGBTQ hotline as well. Um, we even have, uh, like, and that's mostly for, like, teenagers and stuff who are, like, you know, unsure about, like, their families and their situations, if they come out as bisexual or something. Um, yeah, we've got all those resources in Canada. I don't know. Um, I don't know if we have that in the United States, anything for, like, the LGBTQ, like a hotline for, for people that are confused or harmed. Or not uh, hard, but considering self-harm because of not fitting the in. Trev- the Trevor Project comes to mind, but uh, I'd have to do a lot of lot more digging to see if I can find, like, actual resources for that. Okay, yeah. But, I'm, not, uh, I'm not sure if the States has anything really set up that intricate for 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 the, the LGBT, LGBTQ. You guys got to get a better fucking community name. <laughs> too many letters it's like alphabet soup every time i try to say it um you, you know, know. The, 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 a lot of, a lot of my friends that are part of the community uh, uh agree with that that it's a bit of an alphabet soup you know and and i but, feel like know, i'm being it, insulting if i just call it the alphabet community i don't want to be insulting so it's like you know you, you got to come up with a better like acronym for it or, or nickname for it in some way shape or form it's just some, easier to say some the inclusive space, society <laughs> some spaces have been moving toward calling it the queer community there are some people that are still resistant to that because they're like oh well queer is a slur and it's like I, I, I guess yeah at one point it was but if you're adapting it to to use it to describe your community then but queer I mean, take but queer, it take pride in it but queer as a word did not start out as a as a as a slur against gay gay and lesbian peoples oh no queer, exactly it just que- meant we, it just meant different peculiar you know, and and I, you know, I'm going to steal a joke from Stephen Lynch. We need to take that shit back. I want to be able to use the word queer with impunity again. That's queer, you know, because it's a fitting word for things of that nature. The problem is, is some ignorant asshole decided to use the peculiar aspect of it to describe somebody whose son wanted to play with Barbies. And once again, we come back to the assholes. You know what I mean? And, then right. this, and this time, I'm picking on the straight assholes. I am forget, picking. I am picking money. on the opposite end. Forget money, assholes are the root of all evil. It really is. But you know What's they, wrong with the world today, bitches? But that's why, <laughs> bitches be assholes. everywhere. That's why I don't like that's why I don't like the idea of that community uh using queer as it is because you're still sexualizing the word instead of using the word in its proper context. But you know, maybe it just takes a change in a mentality to be like, okay, you know, like the queer community and it's like, oh, okay, you know, it's like a blanket term for everything. So much easier to remember. I mean, it's a group of inclusion. Why don't we just call it the Society of Inclusion? That's, or the Inclusive Society or something. That's something I, I I more got behind when you said the Inclusive Society or or even... Inclusion Society. Or just the Pride the pride community or, or uh, uh, the love community. All those would be a hell of a lot more acceptable than the alphabet soup that it is now or the queer society. Well, hey. (laughs) Personally, I mean, what do I know? I'm not in that community, so, you know. But, you know, to me, if 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 I was an outsider looking in, which I am an outsider looking in, 
that's my two cents. And I think you would get a better reception from people like me or especially a lot worse than me. Wait, yeah, didn't they something... like make that title to like, you know, like not just represent themselves, but for people to like people that aren't part of the community to be like, okay, yeah, we know who you are, you know, like it's more of a title that probably like straight cis people would probably use than they would. Well, the, the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of these that a lot of these groups and I'm, I'm going to be lumping some groups together and I know they don't like to be lumped together, but understand where I'm coming from with this. People like Black Lives Matter, people like the LGBTQ community all want to preach about inclusiveness. They want to talk about inclusiveness, inclusiveness, everybody, equality, equal, feminism, the same thing, equality, equality, equality. But never once do I hear the, them actually give anything that would be equal or inclusive because it's always it's always ousting somebody from the community. In the LGBTQ community, it's uh, everybody deserves love and happiness unless you're cisgender straight. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Everybody's life matters except if you're not one of us. Uh, you know, feminism. All, all, everybody should be equal unless you're a white male, in which case you should be fucking licking our boots. You can't have equality if you're not including everybody. Like, what happened? Like, I know it's so cliche, but we're all human. <laughs> yeah, so, so there's, there's the humanity the day, right just, there, humanity. Well, you know what? Some people are now aliens, okay? So here's something. Just don't be an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, 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 that seems I to be the, the theme of this episode. Don't uh, be an asshole. It, it probably is going to be the title <laughs> of the episode. You know, but... uh. I, I can get behind most what everybody wants to do, even if I don't necessarily agree with it. I, I can get behind it. Do whatever makes you happy. But these people that want to identify as aliens, get help. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't even be nice about it. Just get help. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's a certain extent that people, like, feel alien, and, like, like you can't even question it, like... No, I'm talking about the, like that one idiot that you've seen all over social media and shit. That's got like getting his nipples removed and getting his fucking penis removed, and and the hair yeah, lasered off and, and turning into an actual, you know, well not actual, but what represents an actual alien. <laughs> I've got no issues with that if that's how you want to look. Like as long as he ain't hurting nobody. That's yeah, that, that, I'm sorry. That is a mental illness. We're allowing self-mutilation at that point. I'm not talking about changing your your physical sexuality uh, like like with somebody who's fully transitioning as a transgender person from male to female or vice versa. Yeah, but We're talking about it, just bodily mutilation for the sake of bodily mutilation. How is, how is right. getting your how is you getting your nipples and dick and and body hair removed? any different from other body mods that people get all the time, like piercings or tattoos. Or we could even go as far as circumcision, because that's a hot topic all over the internet still. As, <laughs> that as, is as, not as, a hot as topic. As long, as long that as is it, such a hot topic. Well, it's a hot topic because, like, I guess because I look for that stuff. But it is still a hot topic. I shared something. Um, like, it was, a, it was a picture of a bunch of, like, 
cartoon drawn penises with the foreskin still on it. And this girl posted that every penis is a snowflake. And like literally like uh, just off of sharing that post, there's like five different pro anti-circumcision women. Okay. Women that were like commenting on this and like, like attacking anyone who commented on it because how dare you mutilate a body. Can so, can confirm my wife is a part of like a mommy Facebook group and circumcision is a topic that comes up a lot. Okay, well, first off, let me let me as a circumcised person, let me be one of the first people to tell you straight out. I don't feel any less of a man for losing a quarter inch of foreskin. First off, second off, uncircumcised penises are ugly. Also, if I was, if I was a woman also, or if I was gay, I would not want that in my mouth or in my body. Also, okay. yeah, but it, that, that comes down to personal preference. But the, the main the main point that I it's will also point dirty. out as, as a circumc- uh, circumcised guy is most the argument, prevailing argument I always hear against circumcision uh, for most people is that it's painful and you don't you shouldn't put the baby through the painful uh, something pa- that painful if, if they can't. You know, if they're not the one making the decision to do that to themselves, and I'm sitting here going, I don't remember that. I was, pain. I was about to say, you're, 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 everybody's pointing out it's painful. How, how do you know? Were you did Did you feel it? Well, it do you remember that pain? Too. I don't. It is like, painful, about, but the kid's not going to remember it. Like, the, it's the thing is, like, women are saying this, and then it's like you are the same people that are advocating my body, my choice, and men don't get a right over women's bodies. Why the hell are you advocating over a man's body? First off, it's none of your business. Secondly, calling a mom a pedophile because she got her son circumcised. Let me just point out that you're this kid's mom and you're refusing to get your kid circumcised but calling other parents uh, pedophiles. Let me just ask you, do you help your son wash his penis and touch it and show him how it's done? Or do you not do this? Because I don't know which one is worse. To begin with, uh, definitely the not teaching them how. That's definitely worse because that that will result in uh, them pro- probably developing gangrene on the penis and losing it eventually. Well, can and we? And then they don't have any choice. Can, can we? Can we be completely and blatantly honest in this aspect too? We we talk about my body, my choice with like women and abortions and 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 you know whatever. And then men don't really get a say with circumcisions, but. Who's taking that that choice away? Yes, I know everybody's pointing the pick uh, finger right now at doctors, but in reality, it's the mothers who make the final decision on circumcision or not. Well, the parents. Well, no, but... the mother. The mother. Usually, you think the I mother got a cho- will decide. Do, do, do you think I got a choice? Usually, the mother goes by what the dad is. I mean, like if I the got, dad's circumcised, I'm... we'll get our sons done because you know the, our little boys will grow up like. What, like, Daddy will be teaching them how to pee in the potty and stuff. And if Daddy doesn't know how to clean his own penis, then how are you going to teach your son? And women don't have a penis, okay? So for us to sit there and be like, well, honey, you've got to pull back the foreskin, it's uncomfortable. It's extremely uncomfortable. And people want to talk about pedophilia and, like, raping your children because they get circumcised. Imagine how uncomfortable it is for them when their mom's sitting there and she's like, well, no, you got to grab it like this and you got to do that. I mean, what's really worse for the kid at the end of the day? Well, no, I, I agree with you, but what I'm what I'm saying, and, and Keith, think back, think back. You just had a newborn, so you know this. Did the doctors oh, yeah. come? To, did the doctors come to you and say, "Hey, do you want your child circumcised?" No, they came to the mother. Well, they came to both of us. 
I was standing right. I, I was standing right there, and then okay. we, my wife and I talked about it beforehand. Okay, like, then, 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 fuck you, Buck, Lower Bucks Hospital, for not asking me at all for my children. Um, <laughs> that just seems to be the hospital's problem. Yeah, but but you know they they asked my ex-wife. They didn't ask me. She made the decision. Asked- of course, my children were circumcised. Uh, yes. Do the doctors want you to be circumcised? Yes. You know why? It's cleaner. And there, there are there are many reasons to circumcise. Like the, there there is a twenty five percent less chance of catching an STD mm-hmm. uh, when you're when you're circumcised, and that's statistically significant. It is. If you say like half of all men will ever catch like gonorrhea or chlamydia in their lives, and you now you're going down twenty five percent of that. I mean, that's still for only forty percent of men who will ever get that. Even for men's partners, like getting um, HPV later on in life, like that percentage drops significantly. Like, mm-hmm. or, like how, it's it's just doing so many more people a favor in the long run. That oh wow, your little boy has to go through this. Well, my like I got my um, my newborn done, and my eight year old was sitting in the room and they're explaining what was going to happen and stuff. And he's like, "Mom, did you do this to me?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I did." And he's like, "Oh, okay." So I'm coming with you then so I could be there for my little bro. And it was like a rite of passage to him for his little brother to get it done. And he's like, well, thank God I don't remember any of that after they like said all the details and everything. And he's only eight. Okay. And he gets it. Like he understands. And my 10 year old daughter was like, wow. So men with a circumcised penis are less likely to get me sick. And I'm like, yeah, like that's basically what it is. And she's like, well, then I'm not ever going to be with any man who's not. And I'm like, well, that's your choice. But well, well again, going- I, feel, I feel the need for a PSA here. Uh, while it is statistically significant, that is not a uh, replacement for safe sex practices. No, definitely not. And, and understand, one of the biggest arguments that people are making against uh, uh, allowing circumcisions, uh, you know, the bi- I'm losing my train of thought here. Uh, give me a second. <laughs> You got penis on mind. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have been running for a little bit, so yeah, we we all of a sudden had to go go into the cock. We just couldn't escape the. Co- oh, cho- uh, coming, <laughs> coming to choices is at the end of the day, they're making it out to be like doctors are forcing circumcisions on on new parents and and their child and their male child. No, doctors still re- uh, respect patients' choices if the mother and father. For whatever reason, you just don't want your son to be circumcised. Maybe it's a religious thing that you don't want your your child circumcised. Doctors still respect that. You can have an uncircumcised child. There is nothing wrong with you turning around and refusing a circumcision. They will come in and recommend it, but they're not forcing it on you. No, they don't. <laughs> they asked me, actually, when I left the hospital... If I was planning on getting him circumcised, and I said yes, and they didn't even give me any any information on that or whatever, I myself had to call the hospital, book the appointment myself. So they don't force that on people. You actually have to go out and like find the information and the resources to get it done. Mm-hmm. Wow, our our hospital was completely different. Uh, our hospital, they came in, asked if, asked us if we were planning on circumcising our son. And when we said yes, they scheduled the appointment for in the hospital. It got done the uh, later that day, 
And uh, after it was done, they came in and gave us the whole rundown of care and cleaning and taking care of it afterward. Mm-hmm. Which was just rubbing a salve on it. Yeah. Which, no. which by the way, for <laughs> all you people, for all you people that want to talk about like pedophilia and shit like that, you can apply the salve with a Q-tip. You never even touched a penis. Actually, I just had to change some gauze, and that was it. And put Vaseline on a gauze and put it on top. I, 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 I wasn't afraid to to put the Aquaphor on on Joseph manually. Uh, it, he comes from a long line of medical pre- medical professionals in his family. If he decides to follow in the family business, he's probably going to handle uh, more penises and and uh, boobs and 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 vaginas than uh, most people see in their entire lives. Oh, I'm not saying there's anything against doing that. I'm not one of those people, but all the people that are sitting there saying, oh, it's pedophilia, it's, it's child abuse, whatever, you could do it with, you, a, you could do it with a Q-tip or like if, being if you think with you, a god. If you think you've seen shit, go talk to a paramedic. I guarantee you they've seen more shit than you uh, oh, I know. Can, can imagine. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, that, that that that's what I was saying. Is to, to those to those naysayers to say, you know, cleaning your child's hoo hoos and ha has is is pedophilia. Stuff like caring it's for circumcision not. can be handled with, like Venus said, Vaseline and gauze, or the salve well, and if, a Q-tip. If 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 putting Aquaphor on your child's penis after they have a circumcision is pedophilia, uh, what do you call giving them a bath? Changing their diapers, wiping their bum. Well, let's be fair. They can't do it themselves. Let's be fair. My daughter, okay, more than my son, my daughter, when she would have a bowel movement in those diapers, that shit got everywhere. You, to keep her from getting infections and shit like that, you had to dig things out. It's called being a fucking parent. Yep. <laughs> and once again, we are right back to the theme of this episode. Don't be yeah. an asshole. <laughs> right? Well, I feel, I, like, about I feel like there should be a, I feel like there should be a special opening for this epi- or a special ending for this episode just just of of the outro is Dennis Leary's asshole playing in the background. If we, if we wouldn't get a copyright strike, I would totally put it on the end of this. We got 10 <laughs> seconds of playtime. <laughs> uh. well, maybe I can make that happen. Who knows? <laughs> maybe that's where I'll put the PSA. All the suicide hotline stuff and everything. It'll, be, it'll, it'll flash at the end with asshole playing in the background. Oh, that's glorious. Because <laughs> we care. <laughs> and then make sure you put all the links in the description so that way they can click on them. Yeah, right. <laughs> got to do you got to do all the work for everybody these days. Well, oh, I know. We live in the internet age. Instant which means, gratification, which means somebody else do it for me. But that's a whole one of, other one of my, topic. One of my favorite one of my favorite websites is let me google that for you. Because you, you type in your search terms and it gives you a link to post on some uh, on somebody else's thing. And when they click it, it has a little video that has the mouse cursor go into the, the search bar, clicks on the search bar, fills in whatever search terms you put in, 
and hits search, and it takes them to the Google page. It's hilarious. You, sir, are part of the problem. (laughs) It's it's so passive-aggressive, and I love it. You, sir, are part of the problem. (laughs) There, There was a point in time, like... Like I, uh, people would ask something on the internet, and I would respond with like, "Let me Google that for you." Links, because it's just like, it takes five seconds, guys. You have the whole of all knowledge of the planet available at your fingertips. Freaking use it. <laughs> guys, just a quick reminder uh, in the world of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Of course, we have uh, the return of It Had to Be Said with Venus, which also means the return soon, eventually, of Tinfoil Hat Society, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what, was this an It Had to Be Said episode or a Tinfoil Hat Society episode? This because is, we, this, start, we this, started with Area 51. Nah, it's, it's had to be said because we were talking about actual things in the news, not just conspiracy theories. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we touched on them, but... <laughs> Uh, Not but, enough. But also, make sure you're checking out all the other great shows at Realm of the Mist Entertainment, including uh, Press A Gaming, which we'll be having a uh, episode coming up this weekend, uh, talking about the up-and-coming Season 2 to Chronicles of the Lost Realm, presented by Sounds Dicey Gaming and The Lost Realm, which yep. is a subdivision of Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Also, don't forget that... Uh, Going up later today with this video is also War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast where John Mark Tully and Ray Rumsey sit down and start discussing the brand new trailer to Episode 9, Rise of the Skywalker. Oh yeah, that trailer was a great one. I'm sure their discussion was awesome. I can't wait to hear that episode. I'm <laughs> sad I didn't get to participate because I was busy. I was at work. <laughs> they recorded at a time I couldn't be involved. I was at work. <laughs> So, guys, make sure you're checking out all that stuff. I just wanted to make sure we got that in there so everybody knew. What was shameless going. self-promotion. Oh, it, it's sh- it's shameless, all right. I, somebody's got to do it. <laughs> Your turn, Venus. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you can find me on Facebook on Venus Chan. You can find me uh, whenever we do another It Had to Be Said episode, Tinfoil Hot episode. Or Realm of the Mist episode. Um, we're now on MeWe, most of us, I think. Uh, Venus Uncensored, the same as on Instagram, Venus Uncensored. Whoops. I forgot about you MeWe. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's not too big, but I mean, it's free, like, censorship-free, so it'll take a little while for everyone to move over to that from fucking I mean, Nazi I Facebook. You, I don't know about you guys, but I've never had a problem with uh, censorship on Facebook. But then again, I don't ever really post anything so that might have something to do with it and when you do it's mostly nerdy where venus likes to push the envelope (laughs) yeah actually since having uh my little like fan page um realm of the mist presents it had to be said with venus i haven't had any censorship problems actually i've had um these like stupid things that come up and be like we fact checked this for you and it's like listen snopes shut the fuck up and stop commenting on my shit (laughs) But, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Um, yeah, or you can email me at venusuncensored.gmail.com. And what do you mean when, when, we, when we do do it again? Is it yeah, gonna stop go back? fact-checking me. I don't care about the facts. I care about conspiracy theories. 
<laughs> yeah, we just have fun with this shit before you come along with your, we did research for you because Google's inadequate and so is any other information you find. Oh, something else I want to throw real quick before Keith gets his thing. Uh, Venus, you, you've been gone for a while. Uh, the return of Breaking the Fourth Wall podcast, which has revamped itself into a one-on-one interview style podcast. Uh, podcast where you know i sit down with people and just have a conversation and interview the last one i did was with the uh, guys from uh, white people ship podcast liam and dak they would really love to have you on white people shit and I'm, I'm saying this on air right now to let you know so that way they can listen to this episode and hear me tell you now that you're back hook up with them they would really love to do an episode with you yeah, Liam was telling me about that, but Dak was saying, oh, it'll be boring. And I'm just like, ha, 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 joke will be on Dak. <laughs> Dak, Dak just doesn't want the competition. He's the talent. You would take the spotlight away. Oh. <laughs> he thinks he's the talent. <laughs> also, Liam and Dak, that totally counts as our advertisement for this episode. Silence. <laughs> Dead air. <laughs> I would love to. I would love to get them on again. Uh, but more, more episodes. Not, not, not just as an interview, but just you know, sit down bullshit. You know. Um. But yeah, I mean, the the long and the short of it is, I just wanted to make sure Venus knew that they 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 are actively asking to do do a show with you. Whether well, they could just get a hold of me, Liam, and I are friends on Facebook, so. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> so, all right, Keith. What about you? Where can they find you and everything? Obviously, you can find me on Press A Gaming Podcast every other Friday as the host. Uh, you can find me on the Chronicles of the Lost Realm playing Billy Knoll, the that fucking bard. <laughs> uh, and I think that's it for now. I don't know if we have anything else coming on the horizon. Uh, I'd like to get the shows all back on track where we're releasing a, a, a show a day. But that, that'll come in time. I mean, babies and people's work schedules. And Chris, let's not forget. Oh, let's talk about that real quick, too. Kristen Stovall, one of our mem- uh, alumni here at uh, Realm of Miss Entertainment, author, released her third book. Isn't she currently on a book tour? She is currently on a book tour, and we just want to wish her well and much success in completing her trilogy. Also, buy her books. Buy her book, and oh, let's not forget that all her books are now released on hard in hardback format, so you can actually get the hardback copies of the books now. So make sure you go on Amazon or go hit up uh, the Song of Souls trilogy Facebook page to be able to order your copies today. Should also put the links of that in the description of the YouTube video. I will. I will. <laughs> Why don't you Google that for me? <laughs> now it's that it's that exact kind of passive aggressiveness that gets snark out of me. Yeah. <laughs> We're taking over Venus's show here. We we got to stop doing that. <laughs> it's the end of the show. It doesn't matter. No, that's okay. I've got. She she did her bit in the beginning when she introduced everything. That that we could take over now. It's fine. Actually, actually, with the way she's like, that's okay. It's fine. I get the impression she checked out from this conversation a while ago. <laughs> no, like as we're talking, like my my eight year old comes up to me, 
with one of his squishy toys and he's like mom look at this and there's like a hole in the bottom and he's squishing it it looks like a butthole opening and closing so i'm like good lord <laughs> i'm just done with the day i need dinner now <laughs> well then why don't we go ahead and end this episode and we will catch you guys on the next it had to be said featuring venus Gonna Sounds say good. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye.